Before we begin today, I want to tell you about a very special day coming up so that you can help spread the word. June 4th is going to be World Homeschoolers Day. If you are a homeschooling family or know someone who does, please make sure to spread the word. It's a perfect day to celebrate the freedom and joy in homeschooling. You can find out more by going to www.worldhomeschoolersday.com. Hey there, welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschooled mom of two, certified health coach, medical professional, and eternal optimist. I've always said we would have real and honest talk here. Today is no different. I am honestly struggling with my own emotions and thoughts, so what better way than to come here and put it out in the open? (laughs) To many, I'm sure this will feel probably all over the place, and I'm okay with that. I do promise that by the end of this episode, I will make my way back around to connecting the pieces and finding the good. So hopefully you'll stick around for the mess and the bless. A few things happened this past week with me and my kids. Conversations that have stuck with me and I knew I would come here and share them with you. (laughs) My son, who is 11 for just a few more weeks, likes to plug his phone into the van sometimes and listen to his music of choice. Last week was nothing different except he decided to put on a podcast. My podcast, to be exact. He pulled up one he hadn't finished listening to and it was on Not Feeling Good Enough. As we rode in silence, listening, he said, Mom, I think you need to listen to your own advice. He wasn't wrong. (laughs) My kids know I struggle with not feeling good enough. It's a lifelong battle I fight. Some days are better than others. It struck me, however, that he was listening. Not just to what I say in an episode, but what I say in our daily lives, and he connects them enough to say something about it. Out of the mouth of babes. A few days later, my eight-year-old daughter asked me how my leg was doing. I had been dealing with a rash that had caused me a lot of discomfort, and we had been praying for God to heal it. I told her it was much better, and I showed it to her. She commented, saying how God was still healing it, and he can do anything. Of course, I agreed with her. We continued discussing anything being possible with God. She said, because he can do the impossible. Again, out of the mouth of babes. Last season, I mentioned how we had completed our home study and were working with both a private agency and DCS. Things have since changed. Our system is broken, in case you weren't aware. After asking multiple times if our home study would work for DCS and being told yes, we were told it wouldn't and would need to do a completely different study. If it went through them, then it was free, but that would mean a whole new group of people to deal with and people that hadn't been the most receptive to begin with. So after a little bit of discussion, my husband and I decided to forego DCS and to stick to just our agency. The same day we found out our home study wouldn't work for DCS, we found a house that we really liked. It had the perfect scenery, perfect outdoor area, and land acreage. Not the perfect room sizes, but we were ready to make an offer. The market is great for sellers right now, but the picking is few for buyers. I had asked the Lord to put up a wall if this house was not for us, just that morning before we went to look at it. That day, well, he came through, and without going into too much personal detail, a wall was put up, and we were unable to put in an offer. It was so disappointing. 
We've been looking for so long and we simply wanted a larger space for our family. Switching gears, back to the adoption front. I found an organization online that helps older children get adopted that have had failed adoptions before for one reason or another. We are not against adopting a child that is not an infant, so I had followed their page, checked out their website, and even inquired for more information on two of the children on their site. Unfortunately, for the child's sake, we did not meet simple requirements of having children that were at least nine years old or older. I thought when we were going through infertility treatments that the walls of not having children were the biggest decline. I always thought that when we decided to adopt, it would be an issue of finances more than actually being matched. And boy, was I wrong. My daughter has been praying for a little sister, and that's something she may very likely never experience. And, well, that makes me sad for her. And yes, I know, all things work out in the end, and there is a reason for it all. But the frustration sinks in. The house falls through, leads on adoptions fall through. There's been a lack of engagement on social media posts for my podcast, even despite boosting posts and creating a private Facebook group so I can connect with listeners. The algorithms don't help when no one engages. I'm guilty of it too. We have become zombies on social media, scrolling and barely reading, maybe clicking on to like or love or laugh, but not truly engaging with the people on our screens. Do you comment on more posts from your friends than not? Like I said, I am guilty of it as well. It's not that I don't care. It just becomes a habit. Then there's homeschooling. It seems that the moment I gain traction on the kids' learning styles, they decide school is just not a part of their desired vocabulary. Learning through interests is how I truly believe children and adults learn best. But When you put the time and effort into researching and purchasing things you like, or well, at least you think they'll like, only to have them shut down the moment you ask them to get going for the day, a full-on Lord help my patience today moment happens. The way that social media algorithms work, you search or even speak about an idea or interest and you are inundated with ads. Suddenly, I see ad after ad of homeschool or learning-related topics. They're so well-placed that I begin second-guessing everything I've chosen up to that point, wondering if I need to add this or, or that to what I'm doing, asking myself, well, is it too late to change stuff so close to the end of the year? Which, by the way, as of today, we are officially done with our required 180 days of school. We do school year-round, and we do have some plans going, but my kids are super pumped, and I have to admit, so am I. I feel very successful in this moment. As moms, we are asked to have both self-care, yet provide for everyone and in every way. We are expected to be both happy all the time, but also talked about like we are falling apart on the inside. Where's the balance? Where's the individualism? Sure, I would love to sit in a hot tub by myself, drinking my favorite beverage, listening to music, or reading a book, or catching up on a show. But then honestly, I would become bored and think of all the things I need to be getting done or even things I'd rather be doing. I'm at work and want to be home with my kids. I'm at home and pray to not lose my cool because I've heard them yell at each other for the 10th time today. Figuring out food, making sure my husband is supported and having his needs met, feeling both overtouched and the need to be held all the same time. Wanting to be left alone and yet wanting to scream at the top of my lungs does 
anyone see or hear me at all? So many emotions, so many things we read and hear about that I find myself questioning if I'm getting anything right at all. We are told that we can do it all, yet also told we need to take time for the little moments. I did find a video on Instagram of someone speaking about not letting this last year of losing the ability to do all the things go to waste. The person speaking, I wish I could remember who it was, but they made a good point that we should not be quick to start doing all the stuff again. Last year, I learned our family loved being busy, but we also needed to be forced to stop and slow down. God went ahead and took care of that for us. No, he didn't cause a virus to wreak havoc on people's health or take over their ability to think logically. But he did use the chaos, the stress, the unknown to create beautiful things. He created beauty from ashes. He gave us the ability to find joy in simple moments. And here we go. We're going to bless that mess. In my Bible in a Year app, there was a verse last week along with commentary based on Psalm 51 verse 9, which says, I will praise you forever because you have done it. And I will wait on your name for it is good. The commentary said something that has really stuck with me and repeated over again in my head. In fact, I want it like plastered on a shirt. (laughs) He said, until God opens the door, praise him in the hallway. With God, however bad your circumstances look, it is not over. Put your hope in God's name. And that's what I will continue to do. That's what we will continue to do. God is still listening. He heard my prayer about putting up a wall to keep us from that house, and he did. I want us to be able to build our family, but the Lord knows what our family is supposed to look like. He heard my prayer of winning a stronger marriage, and he's making that happen. He heard my prayer asking for encouragement for my husband and a new job for him. He made that happen as well. He heard my prayers to lead my children to knowing him more. He is doing that. This week, I began rewatching The Chosen, except this time, I'm watching it with my kids. The episode with the children had mine laughing and seeing Jesus in a whole new way. My daughter asked for another episode once one was finished. See, I asked, and he listened. He listens to you as well. I don't know your circumstances or the things you have been through. I don't know his plan for your life. I don't know why you continue to go through difficult times, but I know that until he opens the door, praise him in the hallway. Praise him because there is nothing that is impossible with him. Praise him because you are here right now for a reason. Praise him because he loves you. He hears you. He sees you. He is with you. There is an extension of this little corner of the world over in a private Facebook group that I invite you to be a part of. You can find it by the link in the show notes or by searching Imperfectly Pollyanna Finding the Good. If you've not done so already, I encourage you to follow this podcast on the platform you're listening to right now. It is free and it will give you the alert the next time an episode airs. I'm hoping this podcast finds those needing encouragement, support, and community. If that's you, you found a friend. If you know of someone who would enjoy being a part, 
I'd love you to share it with them. I hope you'll continue showing up as we find the good together and we bless the mess. Remember, you are loved and I am glad you're here. See you next time.